welcome to Blessed Hope Podcast. This is a media outreach by Blessed Hope Bible Presbyterian Church. Today, we will be looking at the sermons of Robert Murray McChain on the book of Hebrews, edited by Michael D. McMullen, published by the Banner of Truth Trust. Sermon 11. The High Priest, Character and Occupation Now, of the things which we have spoken, this is the sum. We have such an high priest who sat on the right hand of the throne of the majesty in the heavens, a minister of the sanctuary and of the true tabernacle, which is which the Lord pitched and not men. Hebrews 8 verses 1 and 2 In these words, dear friends, the apostle returns to the main aim of his epistle. We have such an high priest. He was afraid lest we should let the chief thing out of our minds. So he here returns to it. Brethren, this is the sum of the epistle to the Hebrews. This is the chief object of the Bible, to show you the work, the beauty, the glory, the excellency of this high priest. Search the scriptures, for in them ye think ye have eternal life, and they are they which testify of me. John 5 Verse 39. This is the sum of all preaching. I determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and Him crucified. 1 Corinthians 2 verse 2. Brethren, this is the sum of your belief. This is the precious cornerstone. It is good to know other things, but the main thing is to know that we have such an high priest who sat on the right hand of the throne of the majesty in the heavens, a minister of the sanctuary and of the true tabernacle, which the Lord pitched and not men. It is amazing how soon we forget this. Let us observe three things from these words. First, the character of the high priest. Second, the place of the high priest. Third, the occupation of the high priest. First, the character of the high priest. What a dealing of meaning we have, sometimes contained in the little word. We are such an high priest. That little word such expresses all that the apostle had to say about Christ. If a Jew was speaking of Aaron, he would speak of him somewhat in this manner. We have a high priest taken from among men. And then he would describe his garments for glory and for beauty and his breastplate on which were the names of the children of Israel. And when he came to the end, he would say, Such an high priest became us. Now, this is what Paul does in the seven previous chapters. He describes Christ and just look at the character he had gone over. In the first chapter, he went over his Godhead. He was the Son, the brightness of the Father's glory, and the express image of His person. He is better than the angels. Let all the angels of God worship Him. Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever a scepter of righteousness, is the scepter of Thy kingdom. Thou hast loved righteousness and hated iniquity. Therefore God, even Thy God, have anointed Thee with the oil of gladness above Thy fellows. And thou, Lord, in the beginning hast laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the work of thine hands. 
they shall perish, but thou remainest, thou art the same, and thy years shall not fail. This is he that purgeth away our sins by the sacrifice of himself. This is he that now prays for us. Then think again of his manhood. This is spoken of in the second chapter. Thou madest him a little lower than the angels. Thou crownest him with honour and glory, and didst set him over the work of thy hands. For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same. He took not on him, on him the nature of angels, but he took on him the seed of Abraham. Wherefore, in all things, it behooved him to be made like unto his brethren. This is the high priest who went in within the veil for us. Thirdly, consider his compassion. Paul speaks of this in the fourth chapter. For we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. He was taken from among men. Chapter 5 verse 1. He was one who can have compassion on the ignorant and on them that are out of the way. Chapter 5 verse 2. He is one that went through a deeper line of sorrow than ever we are called to go. Think, fourthly, of his call to his office. This is mentioned in the fifth and seventh chapters. So also Christ glorified not himself to be made an high priest, but he that said unto him, Thou art my son, today have I begotten thee. For those priests were made without an oath, but this with an oath by him that said unto him, The Lord swear and will not repent. Thou art a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. Chapter 7 verse 21 We have such an high priest. We have one whom God chose, mine elect in whom my soul delighteth. Isaiah 42 verse 1 The fittest being God could find. Think again of his work. This is not fully mentioned till after. You'll see something of it in the first chapter and in the fifth chapter. Who can have compassion on the ignorant and on them that are out of the way? For that he himself is compassed with infirmity. Chapter 5 verse 2. And then think again of his etern eternity. This is mentioned over and over in the seventh chapter. Without father, without mother, without descent, having neither beginning of days nor end of life, but made like unto the Son of God, abide of a priest continually. Chapter 7 verse 3. And then again, they truly were many priests because they were not suffered to continue by reason of death. But this man, because he continueth ever, have an unchangeable priesthood. Chapter 7 verses 23 and 24. And last of all, think of his holiness. This is mentioned in the 7th chapter. Such an high priest became us, who is holy, harmless, undefiled, separate from sinners, and made higher than the heavens. Chapter 7 verse 26. This is the high priest that we now have. Brethren, this is the sum of the whole epistle through the Hebrews. It is the whole sum of our preaching. Many of you last Sabbath said, When you took the bread and wine to your hands, I have such an high priest. Well, I would say, hold him. For remember, you are to retain peace with God by having such an high priest. There is no other way of having peace with God. We have such an high priest. 
This is the sum of your peace, your joy, your hope. If you can say this in life and at death, we have such an high priest, all hell cannot deprive you of it. Put your hand in his. Brethren, there are many of you who have not such an high priest. Oh, what shall I say to you but just this? If you have no high priest, you have no pardon, you have no peace, you have no access to God, how will you stand before him? Oh, will you not come with us? We have such an high priest. We, have, we are no better than you. We have sinned the same sins with you. But oh, we have such an high priest. Let me for a moment speak of the second thing opened up in these words. And that is the place of the high priest. We have such an high priest who is set on the right hand of the throne of the majesty in the heavens. There are three places in this epistle where Christ is spoken of as sitting at the Father's right hand. The first is in the first chapter, the third verse, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high. It was after he had purged away our sins that he sat down on his father's right hand. The second is in the 10th chapter, verses 11 and 12. And every priest standeth daily ministering and offering oftentimes the same sacrifices, which can never take away sins. But this man, after he had offered up one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down on the right hand of God. And third is in the passage before us. We have such an high priest who is set on the right hand of the throne of the majesty in the heavens. There are three things to be learned from this. First, the, the perfection of Christ's atonement. When the high priest had slain the lamb and gone in with its blood into the holiest of all, he stood but it was different with Christ. For when he had offered his sacrifice, he went in and sat down forever at his father's right hand. He said when he was on earth, I have finished the work which thou gavest me to do. If he had not, by his one offering, purged away our sins, he would never have sat down at the father's right hand. He would have been sent back to finish the work. Second, how dear he is to the father. The right hand is the place of honor. You remember, it is the place where Solomon placed his mother Bathsheba. He rose up and bowed to her and placed her at his right hand. It is the place of affection. So those of you who are Christ will sit with him on his throne. Third, all power is given to Christ. The right hand is the place of power. Christ said when he stood before the high priest, Hereafter, you shall see the Son of Man sitting on the right hand of power and coming in the clouds of heaven. If Christ has all power, then he will not let me and you perish. The winds and waves may dash against the bark, but it cannot sink, for Christ is in it. In verse 2, Christ is called a minister of the sanctuary and of the true tabernacle, which the Lord pitched, and not men. When Christ ascended up on high, he entered into his rest. But he did not rest from all work. He is a minister still. 
when he was on earth, he was a minister. He is the same still. Some of you will say, what does he do? When, he's, when you sin or when Satan accuses you, he appears for you. In this, he is a minister of the true tabernacle. He goes round the church to give to receive the prayers of every praying soul. Just as Aaron offered up all the gifts of Israel, so Christ, our better Aaron, offers up our gifts. In this too, he is a minister of the true tabernacle. Just as Aaron had on his breastplate jewels on which were engraved the names of the children of Israel, so it is with Christ. He bears our names on his heart. When Satan desires to have you, that he might sift you as wheat, Christ is praying for you, that your faith fail not. This is the sum of saving knowledge. Brethren, can you say, I have such an high priest? If you can, do not let your mind be taken up about anything else. And unto all I would say, No man cometh unto the Father but by Jesus. May the Lord bless His word. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Blessed Hope Podcast, a media outreach by Blessed Hope Bible Presbyterian Church. For more information, visit our website at www.blessedhope.sg. Our sermons are available at www.sermonaudio.com slash blessedhope. The Lord bless you and keep you.